Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be prepared as you can uh, for today's trading opportunity. So it's an opportunity to do our analysis um, and to understand whether we're looking to buy, sell, or do nothing uh, across many of these markets. So we've got, we do have an interesting um, week ahead from a news perspective, and I'm going to highlight those news events pretty shortly. Um, so that at least you're a little bit mindful of what's coming down the tracks. But um, important week, and um, we've got a bit of, I suppose, bearish price action, but it's kind of stuttering, and we're, we we had gaps up last night and things like that. So very gappy, very nervy. Um, so we'll uh, we'll we'll try and break it down as we can as we as we go. Right. Okay. So on that note, um, if we can just start, as course, was like we always do with our risk warning. Just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning uh, currently up on the screen. And we'll just do a quick introduction then. Um, so all profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. Um, trade selection is an important feature of any trading strategy. Where do we then enter and exit these markets and, and how do we do so? And, and how can we be consistent in that decision-making process? All of those types of things. Uh, how do we manage risk to uh, hopefully to a successful outcome? Uh, are is crucially important and um, trade management as well and trade psychology all very important facets we do a lot of education on all of these elements um, in our in your members area so hopefully you can um, you can work through those and we address these considerations every day in our live traders as well so it's really about practical application isn't it it's about um, being able to apply what you know in a very sort of consistent manner and this is where we're we are strong advocates of being consistent in your approach uh, being accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with your capital, uh, and there is times to be patient, and there's times to be really quite active. So, on that note, let's start with a review of potential market moving news. So, let's bring up Forex Factory. Good morning, everyone. Okay, so an important week. A few, a few sort of important notes really um we've had a time shift in across europe uh, the uk and also in switzerland as well so there's now a four hour um time difference between uh, us east coast uh, and the uk normally it's five hours and the reason why that's important is we have important news events this week like the fomc but it's on it's at the earlier time of six o'clock rather than the normal time of seven o'clock so you just want to be mindful of these little, little, little important developments. Okay, so so it's an important week. It's an important week for inflation purposes. We're going to have uh, German inflation, Spanish inflation. Um, we'll have GDP numbers, so we'll see how growth is interacting with uh, with inflation. Um, we're going to be hearing. It's going to be quite important. We've we've mentioned all year. We, we need to keep one eye on the BOJ. Um, because if they change policy, we're very likely to see a very significant shift in these financial markets. And although they're keeping rates at um, minus 0 0.1, so we're still in negative territory, that could begin to shift. Um, and the reason being is they, they keep rates low to try and inject a bit of inflation into the Japanese economy. And they were looking for a 2% inflation. We're now up at 4% and it's looking like it's not stopping. So at some point, they may need to act and to start moving away from this policy, um, uh, controlling the yield curve as well. The bond yield curve is, is under control. 
And um, once they start to widen that, there'll be an influx of capital, very, very likely to be an influx of capital into the Japanese yen. And we might see a very significant move. So we want to keep a close eye on the yen. Uh, although if you look at the price action in, in the yen pairs, at the moment, they're not really appealing uh, from a, a trading perspective. Okay, so some of the big events, we've got some unemployment data through uh, Tuesday Tuesday afternoon. On Wednesday, we've got an important ADP number. We've got some job numbers this week. Jolt, job openings number. It looks like we're going to see very mild improvement in, the, in that rate, in that area. And then we, 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 we switch to the FOMC. So we're expecting the whole rate to 5.5, like many other central banks last week. Um, and we'll have the BO the Bank of England on um, on Tuesday, on Thursday, sorry. And as you can see, we can, the markets are pretty much pricing in the Bank of England pausing at 5.25. And then we're going to finish the week with non-farm payroll numbers. So um, the unemployment rate is still going to remain really quite sticky. The Fed want to see this start to tick higher, ironically. We're still looking at 182,000 jobs to be added. It's been a strange news event on farm payroll for, for quite some time. Um, a large upside surprise in the previous numbers. So will we see something similar? We'll have to wait and see. And average hourly earnings looks like they're just ticking up slightly higher month on month. Okay, so a major, major news event. Um, how does that position us? I suppose at this point it'd be worth just bringing in, um, sorry, the, the bond bond yields we've got a two-year it's coming back down to we're just coming off the highs we were at 5.2 we're now down at 5.02 and we're, we're, we're seeing a bit of softness as well uh in the 10-year treasury we're coming back down to 4.84 we were up pretty close to five so um a bit of softening in, in these markets we had some really good earnings out of the us as well um and we've got a major news event this week so that may be responsible for a little bit of the um, kind of the choppy market conditions we experienced yesterday, uh, last week, should I say. Um, let's get these charts over and see if there's any, any clarity in these markets. Well, it's interesting to see, and as you can see here, and we'll just zoom out on the pound. Um, We were, last week, we were looking at a little bit of a, a potential bounce in these markets. But what you can see, in fact, it's, it's a little bit all over the, all over the place. Um, we have, we have dollar strength against the euro and the pound. We have dollar weakness against the New Zealand. Um, and at the minute, there's a bit of uh, weakness against the dollar CAD. We have the equity markets bouncing higher, and you can see if we bring up our, our charts, we'll have a look at the S&P 500 in a little bit more detail. Um, we've had a, a decent gap to the upside. Now, this is one of those sort of counterintuitive gaps. Um, you know, there's uh, there's that gap which we've seen, and we've seen many, many, many of these gaps now. There's another one um here's another one here and you can see 
you know, continually the overall bias is still to the downside. Um, whether we gap higher or whether we gap lower. Now, you always look for these gaps to close and we still haven't really fully closed this gap up here. It's only minimal, but it's something to be mindful of. Um, so will we get a little bit of a move back up to this just to close that gap? Um, the thing is, you can get caught up in this quite a lot because um, you've got this little recent gap here last night, which uh, so really this is kind of a pullback for an additional move to the downside is kind of how we can position ourselves, I guess, uh, this week. And the thing is, we, we're wanting to sort of see what how, how these masters are going to react to this week's news. Um, and there is a lot of news for it to digest. So trying to call a direction in these markets is going to be it's going to be quite tough because they're going to respond really aggressively uh, to uh, central bank monetary policy measures. A bit of a bounce. So a bit of a strong move on Friday to the downside and a bit of a bounce. Um, today off the lows, same situation in the DAX. We did see further lows on Friday and now we've retraced pretty much most of those moves. And just uh, Bitcoin, just to, you know, from an observation perspective, we've just spent a week just sitting at these highs now. So they shift very, very quickly from one period of consolidation to the other. So let's see how this market plays out. Um, I suppose the overall impact of these news events that are due out really have the potential to be very significant. Plus, you've got the geopolitical developments ticking away in the background. So um, tough market conditions for sure. Looking at the yen, it doesn't seem, the dollar yen, should I say, it doesn't seem like we can stay above 150 for that long. And when we get a breakout of this range, there's likely to be a strong downside move at some point as soon as the BOJ shift policy a little bit. You can see there certainly is a little bit more negativity um, in the euro dollar. But here, here's the problem. In terms of trying to trade it, it's, it's we're just above and below this sort of center line, really. That's kind of where these markets are at. Um, the, the pound... Yen, it's looking a little bit more bearish. So then we're left with the euro dollar. There's the potential for this level here to be strong support, but um, we're just seeing that dollar strength kick in against the euro, against the pound, weakness against the yen, strength against the Swiss franc. So this did prove to be actually a strong bounce, except we're not really getting the correlation, the correlation feed through as much as we would have liked. Um, the dollar CAD, we did see some further upside there in the end. We had a, we had a trade in that last week, um, but we were in a couple of buy trades in the US indices, which didn't really perform. We just kept getting that rollover to the downside. So um, pure indecision as far as the, the Aussie dollar is concerned, and um, a similar situation. We're below the monthly low anyway, and tomorrow is the last day of the trading month. So we've got to factor in all of these real-time developments and uh, and try to trade them accordingly. So 
see, I'd like to say there's a bit of a risk-off trade and we could look for an opportunity in the end, but we're actually not risk-off. We're actually risk-on. You know, we're seeing a bit of a, a bounce in these equity markets so far. So a bit of an upside-down picture at the minute. So Friday market, Friday's markets were broadly mixed, I think, for good reason. Um, but we did get some further downside moves and now it looks like we were kind of retracing those markets. Um, so I think we can stick with that narrative mixed market conditions. Do we have anything that's standing out for us? Markets are now waiting US. So yeah, we keep bouncing. So the Fed and all these central banks keep saying we're going to be data dependent and that's really what the markets are doing now. They're looking at that next data point and they're looking to kind of trade around it. So it's going to be that type of trading condition now for the week. Um, so major major inflation employment and central bank decisions choose this week. So if we know we can expect some major volatility, um, we know these markets are going to react really quite aggressively to any deviation of uh, expected numbers. Um, it's going to make it one of those trading conditions where you probably need wider stop losses, smaller, uh, smaller trade size and things of that nature. So we keep that in the back of our minds as we look to, to engage with these markets. Um, All right, so I'm going to post this into the chat box, guys, there for you. So we're going to take some trade mitigation measures, I guess, um, making sure that we don't trade sort of excessive size or be too aggressive. We want to be very selective, identify perhaps the best opportunities to, to come our way. Um, but we're going to be bouncing from one major news event to the other, and, and these markets could be a bit of a roller coaster this week. So do protect yourself, smaller size. Um, perhaps wider stop losses and uh, make sure you you keep control of that that capital okay good stuff on that note guys thanks so much for joining us i just posted that into the chat box there for you uh if there's in terms of these narratives it's take your pick really at this point in terms of what you want to focus your attention on i guess the markets will react to the news event as it unfolds and we'll start seeing these markets play out you know in accordance so currently we're getting a little bit of a bounce across the us indices this risk on condition however we are seeing uh, dollar strength across the board and um i think there's a bit of softening in bond yields but it's uh we're still up at these very significant highs and it's a very very nervy time uh, for these markets with um mixed earnings out of the us some performing exponentially well others not so well so it's a bit of a, an up and down market. 
All right, guys, on that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us. Um, any questions, feel free to post them. But if not, we'll switch to our um, live trade room now. So you're very welcome to join us. And, and just to let you know, we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European session. And again, we're back at 1, uh, 12.45 p.m. And these are all UK times, by the way. So just adjust for that time shift. Uh, for more information, just go to livetrading.com and feel free to connect with us there uh, through our website. So on that note, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.